Israel-Hamas war killing of senior Hamas leader raises fears of broader war. The New York Times Eric Schmidt Daniel Victor Peter Evies Isabel Kirshner. Here's what we know. Saleh Al-Arari, deputy Hamas leader, died in an explosion in a Beirut suburb. He is the group's highest-ranking official to be killed since its October 7 attacks in Israel. Hamas blames Israel for the death of a senior official in Lebanon. HTTPS slash slash www New York Times com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel Hamas war Gaza news hashtag Hamas blames Israel for the death of a senior official in Lebanon. The strike on Hamas's leadership may impede talks on pausing fighting to free hostages, a U.S. official says. HTTPS slash slash www New York Times com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel Hamas war Gaza news hashtag the strike on HMS leadership may impede talks on pausing fighting to free hostages as official says. Who is Saleh Al-Arari? HTTPS colon slash slash www New York Times dot com slash live slash two zero two four slash zero one slash zero three slash world slash Israel dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza dash news hash sign Hamas dash leader dash Beirut dash killed. The shipping giant Maersk says its vessels will avoid the Red Sea after a Houthi attack. HTTPS slash slash www New York Times com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel Hamas war Gaza news hashtag the shipping giant Maersk says its vessels will avoid the Red Sea after another Houthi attack. The Israeli government appeared unlikely to immediately challenge a major Supreme Court ruling. HTTPS colon slash slash www New York Times dot com slash live slash two zero two four slash zero one slash zero three slash world slash Israel dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza dash news hash sign Israel dash Supreme dash court dash reaction. Hamas blames Israel for the death of a senior official in Lebanon. HTTPS slash slash www New York Times com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel Hamas war Gaza news hashtag Hamas blames Israel for the death of a senior official in Lebanon. Israel and the surrounding region were on edge Wednesday, a day after the assassination of a top Hamas leader in Lebanon heightened worries that the war in Gaza could spill over into a broader conflict. Hamas blamed Israel for the death of Saleh al-Arari, the senior-most official of the group to be killed since the October 7 attacks in Israel. Officials with the Israeli military would not comment on whether their forces were behind the explosion that killed him in a suburb of Beirut. Lebanese and U.S. officials also ascribed the attack to Israel. Mr. Al-Arari was killed in the heart of a neighborhood with the offices of Hezbollah, the powerful Lebanese militant group and Hamas ally, likely putting pressure on the group to strike back. Hezbollah's leader, Hassan Nasrallah, has warned that any assassinations in Lebanon would elicit a strong response. Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, the Israeli military's chief spokesman, said in a televised briefing that Israeli forces were on very high alert on all fronts for defensive and offensive actions. He emphasized that Israel was focused on fighting Hamas in what some Israeli analysts interpreted as a suggestion that it did not seek a wider war with Hezbollah. Lebanon State News Agency reported that an enemy raid had struck the Hamas office in Beirut's southern suburbs, killing seven people, including Mr. Al-Arari. Ismail Haniyeh, Hamas's top political leader, said the strike had killed Mr. Al-Arari, two Hamas military commanders, and four other members. Najib Mikadi, Lebanon's caretaker prime minister, in blaming Israel for the attack, condemned what he said was an attempt to drag Lebanon into a new phase of the conflict. 
Iran also condemned the assassination. Nasser Kanani, a spokesman for Iran's foreign ministry, said the killing was a result of Israel's desperate and heavy defeat during the October 7 assault and the heroic defiance of Hamas fighters since. After Mr. Al-Arari's death was announced, the Iranian news media published photos of Mr. Al-Arari meeting Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. Mr. Al-Arari had worked with Yahya Sinwar, Hamas's chief in Gaza, in recent years to link the group's military wing more closely to Iran, which, regional security officials say, probably helped the group develop some of the capabilities it used in the October 7 attack. Israel has accused Mr. Sinwar of helping to plot the assault, which officials say killed about 1,200 people and saw 240 others abducted to Gaza. The New York Times, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash the dash new dash irk dash times. The strike on Hamas's leadership may impede talks on pausing fighting to free hostages, a U.S. official says. https slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel Hamas war Gaza news hashtag the strike on HMAS leadership may impede talks on pausing fighting to free hostages, us official says. The assassination of the top deputy of Hamas in Lebanon would likely set back talks, at least temporarily, to reach agreement on a short-term pause in the fighting to allow for more exchanges of hostages held by Hamas in Gaza for Palestinians imprisoned by Israel, a senior U.S. official said on Tuesday. Sinwar is feeling the noose tightening, and I don't know if he'll be willing to proceed with what was being negotiated, said the official, who spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss internal government assessments, referring to Yahya Sinwar, the Hamas leader in Gaza. The Israeli military's stated goal is to end Hamas's rule in Gaza, destroy or degrade its military capabilities to the point that it no longer poses a threat to Israel, and to bring back more than 120 remaining hostages who have been held in Gaza since the Hamas-led attacks on October 7. International mediators have floated proposals for a new ceasefire amid growing pressure as the death toll in Gaza climbed to more than 20,000, according to Gazan health authorities. But both sides, at least in public, have staked out seemingly intractable conditions, leading diplomats to say they believe a deal for a durable truce remains far off. Eric Schmidt, reporting from Washington. See where the Israeli military advanced along a new front into central Gaza. HTTPS colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash interactive slash 2023 slash 10 slash 07 slash world slash Middle East slash Israel dash Gaza dash maps.html. Who was Saleh Alarari? HTTPS colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2024 slash 01 slash 03 slash world slash Israel dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza dash news hash sign Hamas dash leader dash Beirut dash killed. Saleh Al-Arari, the deputy Hamas leader who the group said was assassinated in a suburb of Beirut on Tuesday, was accused of masterminding attacks on Israel and had helped usher in a closer relationship between Hamas and Hezbollah, the Iran-backed militia in Lebanon. The chief of Hamas's West Bank operations, Mr. Al-Arari was killed in an explosion that also killed two leaders of its armed wing, Hamas said, blaming a Zionist raid. In recent years, Mr. Al-Arari spent much of his time in Beirut, where he served as a sort of Hamas ambassador to Hezbollah, according to regional security officials. He was also regarded as being close to Yahya Sinwar, the Hamas leader in Gaza. 
In 2014, Israel accused Mr. Al-Arari, then a Hamas commander, of planning the kidnapping and killing of three Israeli teenagers in the West Bank. Mr. Al-Arari called the act a heroic operation by the Qassam Brigades, referring to Hamas's military wing. That year, Israel also accused Mr. Al-Arari, who was in exile in Turkey at the time, of plotting to overthrow Mahmoud Abbas, the president of the Palestinian Authority, which governs parts of the Israeli-occupied West Bank. Mr. Al-Arari was elected in 2017 as deputy chairman of Hamas's political bureau, accelerating what analysts and Israel officials have contended was a growing relationship between Hamas and Hezbollah. A few days after his election, he visited Tehran to strengthen ties with Iran and publicly met soon after to discuss collaboration with the head of Hezbollah, Hassan Nasrallah, according to Palestinian news reports from the time. The U.S. State Department has for years offered up to $5 million for information on Mr. Al-Arari's whereabouts. In October, after the Hamas-led attack that killed more than 1,200 people in Israel, Mr. Al-Arari was seen meeting with Mr. Nasrallah and Ziad Nikali, the secretary-general of Palestinian Islamic Jihad, another Gaza-based militant group. The three discussed how to coordinate in order to achieve an all-out victory and to stop the brutal attack on the oppressed people of Gaza and the West Bank, according to Al-Mana, Hezbollah's official broadcaster. Fighting between Israel and Hezbollah has spread along the Israel-Lebanon border, raising fears of a broader conflict that would draw in Iranian-backed armed groups in Lebanon, Syria, Iraq and Yemen. Ben Hubbard contributed reporting. Daniel Victor, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Daniel Victor. The shipping giant Maersk says its vessels will avoid the Red Sea after a Houthi attack. HTTPS slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 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 world slash Israel Hamas war Gaza news hashtag the shipping giant Maersk says its vessels will avoid the Red Sea after another Houthi attack. Maersk, the Danish shipping giant, said on Tuesday that its vessels were going to avoid the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden after one of its ships was attacked by the Houthi militia. The Maersk Hangzhou, a container ship, was hit by a missile in the Red Sea on December 30 and then attacked by Houthi small boats on December 31, according to the Pentagon. The U.S. Navy struck back, sinking three boats, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2023 slash 12 slash 31 slash world slash Israel dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza dash news slash us dash military dash Houthis dash red dash sea dash Maersk question mark smith equal sign URL dash share. Maersk said it was stopping shipments through the Red Sea until further notice. Vessels must pass through the Red Sea to make northward passage through the Suez Canal, which handles about 12% of world trade. Maersk suspended shipments into the Red Sea for several days last month. Its vessels had been returning to the area for about a week before the announcement of the latest pause. Peter Evies, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash by slash Peter Dashievis. The Israeli government appeared unlikely to immediately challenge a major Supreme Court ruling. https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash live slash 2024 slash 01 slash 03 slash world slash Israel dash Hamas dash war dash Gaza dash news hash sign Israel dash Supreme dash court dash reaction.
Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's coalition signaled on Tuesday that for the sake of national unity with Israel at war, it was not planning any immediate countermove against a Supreme Court decision striking down the government's signature campaign to rein in the court's powers. Across the Israeli political divide, supporters and opponents of Mr. Netanyahu's plan stress the need to avoid domestic upheaval while military forces are trying to eliminate Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Mr. Netanyahu's allies, while critical of the ruling handed down by the court on Monday, notably refrained from announcing any attempts to relitigate the issue. With its muted reaction on Tuesday to a momentous Supreme Court judgment a day earlier, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's right-wing coalition has signaled that it is not planning any immediate legislative retort, at least so long as Israel is at war in Gaza. The judges on Monday struck down a law that Mr. Netanyahu's coalition passed last year to limit the judiciary's powers, part of a broader overhaul intended to put more power in the hands of the government. There were no indications of imminent plans to put forward new legislation and, instead, Mr. Netanyahu's allies said they would prioritize national unity. After months of tumultuous street protests exposing deep societal rifts, the government had already put the rest of the divisive plan on hold at the start of the war in October. Acknowledging the pain felt in the right-wing camp by Monday's decision, Mickey Zohar, a minister from Mr. Netanyahu's conservative Likud party, wrote, on social media, it is our duty at this time to bite our lips, act responsibly, and preserve the unity of the people. The law annulled by an 8-7 court majority was an amendment to a basic law, which has a quasi-constitutional status in Israel. It barred Supreme Court judges from using a particular legal standard to overturn government decisions and appointments. Supporters of the government said the standard, reasonableness, was ill-defined and used subjectively to subvert the will of the voters and elected politicians. Opponents of the government said it was an essential tool in exercising judicial review in a country that lacks a formal constitution. The judges are supposed to use this standard only to countermand extremely unreasonable decisions. With that contentious law now off the books, said Professor Susie Navit, an expert in constitutional law and vice president of the Israel Democracy Institute, an independent research group, things are now back to normal. For now, a head-on clash between the government and the court, she said, is likely to come only if the government or any of its ministers make an extremely unreasonable decision. If the court then intervenes, she said, we may have a constitutional problem. But legal experts said the far more consequential part of Monday's Supreme Court ruling was the broader decision that, contrary to the government's position, justices have the authority to strike down basic laws if they harm the fundamental tenets of the Jewish and democratic character of the state. That precedent-setting part of the ruling passed by an overwhelming majority of 12 of the court's 15 justices, with a 13th wavering. The majority included liberals and conservatives alike, seriously undermining the government's judicial agenda. This is perhaps the most important ruling in the history of the country, Professor Navit said, because it places limits on the power of the parliament and government. At more than 740 pages in Hebrew, she added, Monday's court decision may also be the longest. All 15 justices ruled on the case, a first in the court's history. Two of those justices, including the departing Chief Justice, Esther Hayat, retired in October and have not yet been replaced.
the Justice Minister, Yuriv Levin, a main architect of the government's judicial overhaul plan, has been determined to change the method of selecting judges to allow politicians greater say. He has refused to convene the committee that selects new judges in its current format, holding up the process. It is unclear when that will change. The months of protests and the Supreme Court decision may have set the judicial overhaul back many, many years, said Gail Talshir, a political scientist at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. For now, she said, the government has no legitimacy to lead any such legislation. One of the main conditions of Mr. Netanyahu's centrist rivals in joining his emergency wartime government, she noted, was the shelving of any next steps in the judicial overhaul for the duration of the fighting. Eventually, though, Mr. Netanyahu could exploit this week's court ruling to drum up right-wing support for the next election, Ms. Talshir said. Mr. Netanyahu's popularity has plummeted since the surprise Hamas assault on Israel on October 7 that touched off the war. The court decision could give him a right-wing tailwind to get back into power based on the same logic as his government's original judicial overhaul plan, Ms. Talshir said, that the unelected judges overruled the elected government.